it's me, Sean Capri. I'm glad you're here because you're listening to the most horsepowerful podcast on the internet. It's the Xbox Drive. I'm on a Skype call with my friend Ryan Turford. He's the man on the moose and on our journey today. Cyberpunk got a surprise drop for that new Series X thing that we should talk about. And I'm feeling kind of weird about it. So jump on into the Xbox Drive. Bonk! Greater than X. Hello, Sean Capri. I'm not doing that takeover again, Ryan. That's one and done. That was close enough, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I switched the camera off of you, Sean. So, I mean, we can't we can't go back. We don't go back. Can't go back. Xbox drive. Not, nope. 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 Not going to happen. Because sharks don't ever look back, Ryan, because they don't have Is necks. that an actual fact? Is that something that sharks actually do, Sean? I don't know. Sharks don't look sharks. back. I don't know. I think I got it from Futurama. There's, there's an early one for you, Court Lalonde. I mean- that's from a TV show, and I just don't understand references from TV shows. Exactly. Anyways, this is the Xbox Drive. <laughs> we talk about Xbox all the time, except for right now. So, folks at home, if you want to support the show, there's a number of awesome ways to do so. Number one, you can subscribe to us on your podcast feed of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. We're all of the places you find podcasts, so check us out there. Also, leave us a rating on, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or maybe even leave us an Apple Podcast review. All that stuff definitely helps the show get discovered and helps us out as well. Also... If you want to see our beautiful faces every week, head over to YouTube, youtube.com slash Capri. Of course, like, comment, subscribe, share, ding, 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 ring that bell. I'm, I'm doing wow. this pointing with my finger because we want Sean, we want people to ring the bell. That's that's what yeah, we don't want be shy. Do. It's not like when you go up to like a like a, sec- a secretary's desk, and you're like, you need to ring the bell and you kind of do it gently because you don't want to be annoying. But like then it doesn't really work. Like mm-hmm. smash that bell. That's why they say it. The nice thing about the YouTube it, bell, Sean, is once you ring it once. It, it works every time. You don't have to. It's not Just like a ringing. malfunctioning bell. That's right. <laughs> of course, last but not least, if you want early <laughs> access to this and all of our shows, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Pre. You get early access to this and all of our other content. So go check us out over there. All right, let's grab our A-tracks, pop them in. It is time for the playlist. Let's jump right into the show. No, because no. hang on, hang on. We're not skipping this, oh, Ryan. No. Patreon.com slash Pre. I need to ask you about this. What I do? Um, a while ago, I had promised that if we got up over 69 patrons, uh, that I would draw a picture of Ryan Turford riding a moose. And I promised people last week that I was getting to it. So I think it was Friday night, sat down, grabbed my, my pencils, grabbed my, my art book. And, uh, and I drew a little something, something, Ryan. Have you seen this? Have you, have you heard about this? Have you seen I, this? I, I, I've heard about this. I've heard, I've, I've seen some rumblings in the discord, John. Yep. Yep. I certainly found a picture of, cause I can't really draw. I can just draw things of other things that I, that mm. I find. Um, I'm not creative enough to, um, to actually do like a portrait of you, of course. Of course. Uh, but shout out to zero skill who did, by the way, people should yeah. check it out in the discord, uh, free to join. Of course, you don't have to be a patron to join the discord links in the show notes. Um, yeah, I, I found a picture of Bullwinkle who is a moose lying down kind of just almost suggestively and then i drew ryan turford as uh as if he's like a terrence and philip character from south park as the canadian that he is of course and he's riding the moose yeah. so people could check that out in the you can become a patron patreon.com slash jimmy capri there's a secret channel by the way it's a patreon exclusive channel in our discord which not many people know about, but it is unlocked when you become a patron. I was going to say people find out about it very picture. quickly because we spam things in there and they're like, wait a second. When did I become part What's of this over here? Like, heck yes. Like heck Cortland yes. Tools the other, a couple days ago. He's like, what, what the heck is going on here? I don't think we ever talk about it. I don't think we like it's it's in there as like a benefit, but we don't really ever. T- that's that's a perk that we could we could chat about. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, a secret. I mean, it's on the Patreon website. We do mention it's like it the there. Stonecutters. Yes, exactly. You're part of a secret club <laughs> with other patrons. <laughs> do you supporters. know that one? Well, of course, it's the you Simpsons. know stonecutters. 
Oh, thank God. Oh, thank I God. I mean, I have a Simpsons arcade machine right there, Sean. Fair enough. True enough. <laughs> True enough. Yep. Okay. Okay. Anyways, what did you play this week, Sean? Did you play anything? <laughs> I didn't play it. I played Halo. <laughs> I played Halo. Um, playing some other stuff on, like, Switch has really captured my attention. Triangle Strategy as a demo. Ryan Turford. I'm right over there. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, some... I'm, I'm playing some things to review pretty soon, which is, which is very cool. People can expect things. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, you can at least mention a couple things, but yeah, I know there's a lot of stuff we can't really talk about yet. So there's that too, but uh, and I, I, I want to say like, I, I want to avoid saying that from now. And even as I say, I'm like, I sound so shitty when I say that, that sucks. I just, I can't really, I don't know, but I need to be, tell people like I am playing things. So I, I want to acknowledge that that sounds kind of douchey. Yeah. You like, want to acknowledge though, that I can't talk about. Cause here's the thing you want to talk about games and people like you want to, the, the, the listeners to know that you're at least playing games still um, i guess and so, I, it's so like, i can understand yeah, does why that really even that. matter maybe yeah maybe pokemon xbox like uh, and we can talk about this too like i just feel like xbox kind of is in a bit of a dry spell right yep. now and certainly not going to be trying out that crossfire x i looked at it <laughs> i was excited about it we actually got a question and about that later so I'm, I'm excited to talk to you about that skipped it that man thing. i'm on my other systems right now um but yeah i agree with you because besides crossfire x we had Dying Light and then those games we, that we talked about coming to Game Pass, which were mostly, you know, older releases at the beginning of the month. Um, and that's about it. Like for the rest of the month until Elden Ring comes out, I guess, next week. Um, oh, yeah. I think I think that's really it for Xbox for this month. So uh, most of the other games are coming out Game Informer. Gameinformer.com slash 2022 is my list that I use, Ryan, for upcoming games. And people should bookmark it. Mm -hmm. um, damn, I, I was jealous. I was talking to uh, Donnie Reese from PSVG on another Patreon-exclusive audio podcast. People get at the $3 tier and up. And we were talking all about Dying Light 2. And I am watching that very, very closely, my friend. Yeah. Really want to get that one. Whereas for me, I'm like, I don't like the, the Dark Souls games and I don't like Dying Light. So I'm like... <laughs> what new games yeah, am I buying on Xbox do? this month, right? So how dare you not just buy anything just because it comes out, Ryan? That's true. I mean, uh, th but a lot of the games I'm interested this month in particular are on other consoles like River City Girls Zero, which is only on Switch this month. Yeah. It's coming to Xbox. It's just not out on Xbox right now mm -hmm. um, or stuff like, you know, like uh, Horizon and stuff like that. Like that's kind of more. My I saw I saw great reviews for Total War Warhammer 3, which I don't think that we picked for our our fantasy critic no. draft. And that's a shame because that that game, I think, somewhere around like 89 or something on Open Critic. We just don't know exciting. enough about new modern strategy games uh, to be able to yeah. weigh in on a lot of them. I think that's just how it works into things. Especially just play Starcraft forever. Well, I mean, my laptop is kind of old, so it can't really run most mm -hmm. modern real-time strategy games so i just don't i just don't even bother looking into them at this point but uh yeah yeah as for me sean yeah there really isn't anything uh on this week um and for a little while now i, I talked about it with you off air but i'm gonna i'm gonna mention this because we actually had a question about this i think about a month ago asking about us about mm -hmm. how we we deal with kind of like gaming burnout and if that ever kind of happens to yeah. us where we get hit like a, a gaming dry spell and admittedly for the first time in what seems like it's been years, like I've really hit like a personal gaming slump over the last couple of weeks. Like it's been very hard yeah. to get into anything and play for more than 10 minutes. And it's not that mm -hmm. I've, I've fallen out of love with games or anything like that. Please, that, that that's not how, what that is. Um, but it's just like, it's almost like a mental thing where it's like yeah. I start playing a game for 10 minutes and, and I immediately either get frustrated or I just want to put it down and not play it anymore. Um, yeah. So at this point, I'm not really playing anything and I don't really know how long this is going to last. I feel like it just is going to take like, the right type of game, I think, to kind of pull me out of it. That, that's usually kind of um, how whenever these type of situations happen with me, that's kind of how yeah. I usually get out of it, especially because I've got a lot going on right now in my personal life outside of 
outside of games and outside of the podcast. So um, yeah, I imagine that's going to happen down the road. But until then, I'm playing the Funimation app on my Xbox, John. I'm watching nice. some anime. I'm watching some <laughs> movies. That 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 That's pretty much what's been occupying my time lately. So no games really to report on um, other than, yeah. of course, playing 10 minutes of Cyberpunk. Uh, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Oh, snap. <laughs> but, well, I mean, yeah, it, you know, it's and it's best not to force it. You know, sometimes <laughs> it's like, ah, if I just play something, I can get there. It's, that never works. Just no. take some time away, the right game. And then, you know what? The, the thing is that when that next game does come along, like you're just going to have so much enjoyment that it is worth to see the other things that are going on in life. And yeah, mm-hmm. don't, it's gaming is nothing to stress about. Well, especially like it comes at a perfect time in a lot of ways, even though there's a lot of games on other platforms, it's like a dry spell for Xbox games at this point. So yeah, it's like in a way it almost is it's better it's happening now versus you know when I, in the fall when i imagine we get a lot of xbox releases so right yeah yeah you don't want to play you don't want to play uh crossfire x ryan you don't want to you don't want to <laughs> buy the part of the game but some of it comes out on game pass but maybe sometimes they change that like what the heck is going on with this game man it's it's something all right all right botched Let's slam the brakes on this conversation. It's time for some breaking news. And uh, we got so much news to get to to this week, even though there's not actually a ton of news. I just want to. I literally just realized on the notes, it says Ryan is playing the Funimation app. Like that's actually in the notes. I love it. I mean, there was a time, I think late last year, where I put down one week that I was playing the Blu-ray player app, Sean. So amazing. (laughs) I mean, it's never stopped me before from doing. Yeah, I play Netflix a little bit. Yeah. In fact, actually, fun fact before we sidetracking a little bit, this is actually non Xbox related. But um, yesterday, a lot of uh, people's Wii U and and, and, uh, 3DS stats came out. And Mm -hmm. most of the people's like top app on those consoles were the the Netflix app, which was hilarious. Dude, don't the time. Don't trust those stats, man. I swear. Like they're all everybody. There's a couple of people and and confirming my thoughts on it is like it felt like I played this more. And I also don't know, like, at what point did like the account system even become available? Like it's mm-hmm. and don't trust Nintendo stats. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, they actually, they actually outlined it on the website. The stats were actually uh, pulled between like sometime at the end of 2017 until uh, yeah, the middle go. of 2020. So it's yeah. like they're not even like 2017 <laughs> who's yeah. playing, who's playing any 3d 2017. That was a switch. I played, That's I played the, the 3ds happened. like a month ago, Sean. Oh, that makes way more sense. Cause I was like, where is Mario Kart? Like that had I mean, to I be played the one. I played by Wii U like two months ago when we were doing the Advance Wars episode. I wanted to play the Advance oh, Wars man. games. They're on, they're on, uh, they're on Wii U for $5. So dude, my number one game was Animal Crossing followed by Fire Emblem Birthright, I think. And then, uh, and then Bravely Default. Uh, so there you go. Nintendo apparently lost my 3DS stats. I don't have any. Oh, it just shows up as on. no stats to pull. But my top Wii U oh. game, <laughs> my top Wii U game was Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Come on, Ryan. That's amazing. <laughs> Actually, I, played, I don't I remember what my top one was. Um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions was in there for Wii U. Yeah. I think that was number three for me. That's all I remember. I mean, I, I remember my like ex-girlfriend playing uh, Call of Duty Black Ops to a whole lot. And it's like over 100 hours in that game. Goodness gracious <laughs> on Wii U. Yeah. OK, well, welcome to the uh, Nintendo Drive. Just like in the town, we'll switch vehicles, yeah. jump on into the <laughs> Xbox car. All right. So first up, let's talk about Game Pass games because Game Pass games are always exciting, Sean. Yeah. So the following games are coming to Xbox games now. Note when they initially tweeted this. They mentioned Lawnmower Simulator was coming on the 17th, but that actually has been delayed to an unknown release date. So Boo, we don't know when that was the coming. one I was excited about. I know that's but that's why I wanted to bring it up now. So you're not disappointed. Ah, so I am disappointed. The following games are coming. Madden NFL 22 is out today, um, as yep. well as Total War Warhammer 3 
out on PC today. It's basically like a day one release, which is yeah. really interesting to see. And then on February 24th, we are getting Galactic Civilizations 3 on PC. And then sure. Super Mega Baseball 3 on Play the same it. day as well. And then um, Alice Madness Returns comes to PC Game Pass on February 28th. So those are the Game Pass releases we've got for the month. But then the following games are leaving Game Pass on the 28th. Uh, Hypnospace Outlaw, Killer Queen Black, Stealth Inc. 2, and Toho Luna Knights, which I will throw out there if you've never played Toho Luna Knights and you like Metroidvania games, you check that one out because it's actually really mm. fun. I, I talked about that um, because it was a day and date release on Xbox um, and on Game Pass, I think in 2020. Um, I talked about it on the show back then, but I really like that game. So definitely nice. check that one out if you like Metroidvania's. But there you go. Those are, are all we kind of meh on both these lists? We're kind of like, okay, yeah. but that is a list of video games. Also, yeah. I called it because like, I, I think I talked about it like a, a couple weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, that I, knew, I figured Madden was coming up on Game Pass because of course. the Super Bowl is over. Super so, Bowl, yep. yeah. So there you go. So de- definitely check out that list of games. I mean, also, that's to add on, because you have to remember how many games we had this month too. I think we had like 10 or 12 total Game Pass games this month. So it's actually mm-hmm. been a pretty good month for Game Pass. But, uh, Where's Cyberpunk, Ryan? Why not? Why not Cyberpunk? Not here. Not here. You got the little tease yesterday, Sean, because it said there, for a time there was the cloud gaming streaming yeah. option with Game Pass attached to Cyberpunk, and then it went away. It was a glitch. Yeah. What the heck was that about? You How were, does that glitch happen? I mean, Mr. Badbit almost owed you fifty retroactive dollars, Sean. And and not even really. And of course, the really. bet being, I thought I thought Cyberpunk back before it even was released the first time. I thought it was coming into Game Pass. Lost fifty dollars on that, and I was like, well, maybe when they actually finish the game, then it'll come to Game Pass. So I don't know if this thing, this patch that they've released, this update uh, with all of it, there's a ton to go through. Really, yeah. Um, I don't know if they're si- like whatever happened to their roadmap. I thought everything was delayed, and all of a sudden they just surprised us. With, like here it is. Like Court Lalonde was the first one I knew to, to actually find it. Yeah. I mean, well, the, the just icon just changed on Xbox. It was just there. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Just out of nowhere. I guess he was installing Cyberpunk for some reason outside of the, the next gen patch. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Just happenstance. I, I don't guess. claim to know what Court Lalonde does in his free time, Sean. Over on the, over on the Xbox A over there. We don't really mm-hmm. don't even think about mm-hmm. that stuff. All right. Next news story. The Halo TV series isn't out yet, but it's already been renewed for a second season ahead of its Paramount Plus release, which is on March 24th. So there's your one month reminder. We're like a month away from the Halo TV show happening. I also want to throw this in here as well, because they've actually released since um, we've talked about it last time. They've released a couple trailers for the Halo TV show. Sean, have you checked out any of the trailers for the I show? I didn't yet? know that. No, I didn't even know that. Oh, so they actually had like a 30 second spot during the Super Bowl. And then they had like a full two minute trailer a few weeks ago. So snap. It looks, Look at that. It looks pretty Dollars cool. Dollars putting into this thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty faithful to the franchise. Other than the fact that Cortana is not blue. She's like she looks like a normal human being. Just small. How dare. Um, they? And then, of course, um, Steve Downs is not playing Master Chief. It's someone else who's voicing Master Chief. But yeah. Jen Taylor, who voices Cortana in the games, is actually voicing Cortana in the, the TV series, which is cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, nice. I think this show looks awesome. Um, as someone who likes kind of the Halo lore and stuff like that, I'm actually really excited to, to watch this on Paramount+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Sean, even though you haven't seen anything, are what, what do you think about this? Are you excited to check out the Halo TV series? Do you have they need to win any over. type of mm-hmm. expectations at all? No, well, I don't know if this is better or I, I don't know what this makes me, but um, yeah, no, my expectations are in the basement, to be honest with you. Um, they're right here with me, I, which means that they really can surprise me. Like they really can kind of blow me away with this, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, 
it, it's it's this Halo something on TV has been a thing forever. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if that bodes well or not for this sort of thing. Like, has this been in development hell for or the equivalent to on TV? Like, and what they finally give us is not good. Now, with that said, this this um, renewal for a second season bodes well. Mm-hmm. Somebody is seeing something that they already want to go ahead with this next one. I don't know if it's just like blind faith and a ton of dollars in Microsoft's bank that they just go ahead and do this. So I don't know how much to read into it, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm very curious and I just need to kind of work out how I'm even going to watch it because I need to figure that whole thing out. I was going to say, Netflix, Paramount Plus is like harder to get here in Canada, especially because like, we can subscribe to it, sure, but there's not a lot of devices here in Canada that have oh, apps that, that support it? Paramount Plus. Like Xbox got had it. an app for a while, and then it actually got removed from the store. Um, and oh, then, you've and, got to be and, kidding me! That's got to be day one, dude. Like if you're gonna watch Halo, yeah. give me the Paramount app. Oh my god! I gosh. mean, that's why I'm hoping that this probably means maybe the Paramount app is coming back to Xbox. Um, whereas mm-hmm. it's not that you can't watch Paramount Plus on PlayStation or any of the other consoles, or like you basically need like um. Uh, and Amazon Fire Stick, I think, is like one of the only devices that supports it in Canada right now or yeah. watch on your phone or your browser kind of thing, which is not the way I want to watch the Halo TV series, Sean. I'm just going to throw it out there. No kidding. Well, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. You can stream it using Apple TV, Roku, Android TV, Android, iPhone, iPad, Chromecast or Fire TV. Right. So I have a Chromecast. So at least I'm at least I've got that. I'm yeah. good. I have none of those devices, so I don't know how I'm going to watch this. But none of those? No. None. None. Well, you I mean, don't I have, have a phone, iPhone. I guess, but I don't have an, uh, you're, but I'm not going to watch it on my phone, Sean. Let's, let's, yeah, let's call a spade a spade. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to check it out and uh, I will definitely be watching it. I'm not even a huge TV person, but I will watch the Halo TV series, hoping it's good. You watch it on your computer. Yeah, that's you true. You go to the website, paramountplus.ca. And with this, like, ca. my hopes are simple. As long as it's better than Halo Nightfall, I think we're moving in the right direction because Halo Nightfall was the, that series that Ridley Scott did that was like a mini series and it had it was about Locke and it was not very good. So man, he should have he should have crushed that too. What a talent! Um, Five ninety nine per month Canadian. Uh, you can cancel anytime or join now and get seven days for free ride. So I will be timing that very carefully, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you may as well may okay. as well get your, se- it all your seven out. days. It's happening. Okay. All right. Next up. You alluded to it already, Sean, but Cyberpunk 2077's Xbox Series X and X patch are out right now. It's patch 1.5. Additionally, there will be now a five-hour demo for the game that's available. Um, if you're interested in checking out the, the the game, additionally, the game is on sale right now for $29.99. So if you like it, it's probably not going to be that cheap for a while again um, because when uh, CD Projekt now it works. Red, moves things over like this they're probably not going to put it on sale again for a while so uh definitely check that out also i think the the trial is only available until like the middle of march um so if you're oh, interested in trying know. it out good to, good to try it out um as quickly as you can and kind of go for there and i think progress carries over because it's it's more of a free trial and less of a less of a demo but uh mm-hmm. sean what do you think about this news that cyberpunk is officially back and people are people on twitter seem to be coming around on this game again I know, I know. I wanted to, well, what I'm going to do here, Ryan, is I'm going to read a question that I submitted to the trophy room okay. uh, with Mr. Badman, Mr. Ksep, and they're actually having Luke Lore over there as well. So I'm going to read you the question I sent to them, and maybe this can kind of give us the discussion. I said, hi guys, first time, long time. How do you feel about Cyberpunk 2077 getting a surprise update? A, would it have been better to announce or promote it ahead of time? B, or number two, why February? And number three, does supporting the game now feel weird given it's rough and deceptive launch? So mm-hmm. let's start with the first one. Like, what would it have been better to promote this ahead of time? Like, this was kind of a surprise, and I'm not sure I get it, Ryan. 
Yeah. I mean, I think the the difference is because it's a patch that's going for the game. Like, I think they just wanted to push the patch when it were, whenever it was ready kind of thing and just go from yeah. there. Definitely, I think they should have marketed it ahead of time a little bit more. Like they had this, yeah. they had this big live stream planned and it wasn't supposed to leak out early. It just happened yes. to leak out early, but there was supposed to be a live stream yesterday where they announced this um, and, and they were actually promoting it a lot on Twitter. Um, so they did mm-hmm. put in some promotion and they wanted to make it a big deal. It just, the way it leaked out made it, I think made it a less of a big deal than it probably would have been. Um, yeah, but uh, I it just seems th- to like ignore the roadmap that they had out for us. Like they said yeah. there was going to be certain milestones by certain dates. And it's like, well, now that's just completely gone. Like not only are, did they completely miss all those things. Now they're not revising it. And I don't know. It's just it, it seems like a bit of a mess to me from my perspective. I mean, you know, in the wise words of Ryan Turford, Sean, it could be anything. At this could point. be anything. OK, well, then. OK, so there's that part Then OK, why February? Like this is one of the busiest, craziest months in video game history. I think we're going to be looking at this in years down the road going like, holy, remember February 2022, maybe not on Xbox line, but kind of yeah. everywhere else. Um, why now, man? Why would they, they, they can choose their destiny. They can maybe not have this come out right before destiny. Why yeah. February, 2022? Is this a mistake? So here's the thing, Sean, I've actually been going over our calendar of releases and I actually think March actually might be a busier month than February. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So <laughs> as far as beer <laughs> games, March. Uh, and again, mm-hmm. mostly not on Xbox, but again, just the Switch releases alone in March are kind of ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, yeah, as to your question, I think a lot of it just comes down to maybe they felt this window was better than March or releasing it yeah. over the summer. And, 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 and I'm just going <laughs> to throw it out there. Like, uh, to kind of, because they're doing this kind of as a, as a service to the fans, if the patch is ready in February, why would they hold that for two out. or three months? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, why, that's a good point. Yeah. Cause I think, um, We've at that waiting. point, since they're doing this for the fans, they may as well get it to them whenever it's ready kind of thing. And, and yep, just that's fair. Launch day and date. And I think, I think that had a lot to do with this decision. I think it, it's like, it maybe would feel weirder that like holding this back a little bit. I, I mean, on Xbox, it's different than PlayStation because PlayStation, they have to do, go through certification again because it has to be certified as a PlayStation 5 release instead of just an upgrade right. to the version that already exists. So they basically have to push a new version of the game that that's completely different. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe from that regards, like maybe they could even be, you could even make an argument that, hey, the Xbox patch just releases whenever and then the PlayStation 5 version comes out at a suitable time when it's when they've got maybe a physical version ready to go, a PS5 physical version or something like that. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm looking at it as like an actual release and it maybe they just don't and maybe nobody else does, but I look at this as going like, okay, no, for real, this is the game that really should have mm-hmm. launched back in what, November 2020? Goodness gracious. Yeah. And maybe, Ryan, that might, I was kind of giggling there for a second because I'm like, maybe they watched the Nintendo Direct and were like, shit, just drop it now. <laughs> just get out, <laughs> just yeah. get out of the way. We see what Nintendo's up to. Let's just do it now. Yeah. Well, especially like there's no other open world games this month, right, Sean? You know, with, Nothing, with Dying Light not. and Horizon and stuff like that. So it's just mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think Destiny, the way they, Ring. I think they looked at it more as though it was a patch rather than a release of a new game. And I think that's makes why, sense. The, way, the way they evaluate it. But that's that's just what I think. But what do you think? Well, no, I'm kind of with you. I think uh, I think we've kind of chatted about that. Uh, my third question was did, like. Do you feel weird supporting it? Like, do you want to support it? Does it feel weird to go like, yeah, we saw all the kind of like I would say what the how they release it was kind of gross and nasty, deceptive. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like even even going back to some people might forget the even the review process. Like, only a certain version of the game was going out. Like, you can only talk about certain things. Like that really, when I talk about reviews now, I think back to that and go like, 
what are we doing by participating in this when mm-hmm. there's certain things that you can say you can't say and like there's so many rules when you're going to review a game like we have to be very careful about that sort of thing and cyberpunk is the case study for that so now that they've fixed it so to speak and I, maybe the jury is still out on that i'll watch a, a digital foundry mm-hmm. thing on that does it feel weird to like just celebrate it like thank you we have it like i think this still has i don't know i feel like there's still a, a bad taste in my mouth from cyberpunk at this stage yeah i mean i, I definitely think there's a little bit there again i don't uh, like it's it was weird being on twitter yesterday sean and seeing just so many yeah. people kind of forgetting about that um or just right. immediately being like oh i'm so excited to play cyberpunk finally right um whereas for me like i i i, I mean i didn't personally forget i mean i that's why like when the I saw the game was $10, I'm like, you know what? I enjoyed the game when I played it and I know I'll go want to go back to it at some point. So I will pay $10 for this, but the, sure. the but, but I mean, how much am I really supporting them by paying them yeah. $10 is kind of the way I looked at it. Whereas yeah. a lot of people are willing to like looking to spend a lot of money going back to this. So, um, or just excited about that. Whereas like, I, I'm glad that they decided to put in the work to do this. Of course. And, and of you course. have to at least, I feel like you have to reward them at least a little bit or give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt for at least for at least trying for showing the effort. Because mm-hmm. they could have very easily just been like jo- dropped it like a rock and said, you know what, we're done. We yeah. Just walk away. Because it, it was it sold very well. They definitely could have. This was a reputational thing. And I don't know if it's a fair comparison or not, but like it's actually kind of funny that No Man's Sky dropped a gigantic update here. And of course, we all remember how that game launched and and the work that that team has put into it to take it to a completely new level. And that's the redemption story that we all that we all celebrate. I think what the thing that we're stuck with now is we just don't want this to happen all the time. We know that it was possible and we do celebrate what happened with no man's guy. That's great. But it's like, don't want that. Now crossfire is out and they will probably have some sort of roadmap to make that game actually a game. So it's like, it just not, I don't know that any two releases are ever going to be equal, but for whatever reason, I just feel a little bit differently about cyberpunk than I do about mm. no man's sky. Maybe it's the underdog story about no man's sky that it was like a small team and like just the vast improvement that they showed. Yeah. Um, and I just, I haven't seen enough from cyberpunk. This is all to say I'm very intrigued. Mm-hmm. I'm very intrigued to try this for myself and see what it's all about. I mean, I was there at E3 when Keanu Reeves yelled at the dude and said he was breathtaking. Mm-hmm. I almost fell over because I was just totally beside myself. Tons of hype for this game. Hard to ignore that. But I just I'd like that we can maybe have a bit of a mm-hmm. rounded conversation about this. Oh, absolutely. And, and to your point, what this has changed, not so much as how I feel currently about cyberpunk. It's how I feel about what's going to happen next for next, CD Projekt yeah. Red, like what their next game is going to be like. I'm definitely not buying that game day one. Not like Cyberpunk, yeah. so I'm not I'm not gonna yeah. order it or anything like that. I'm gonna wait on it, regardless well, of really how any good game. it is at this point. Dude, like this is the thing. And you look at like even like a dying light, which is definitely it's a far cry from pardon the pun. It's 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 not it's not cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, but even that definitely needed a little bit of work. And it's like this this notion of playing a game on day one. I'm sure we'll be watching Destiny very closely as yeah. well if you can even play it on day one. Like this day one experience for the most part kind of sucks. Yeah. Like in that kind of I, I don't want to paint it all with a broad brush but it's kind of i wouldn't blame somebody for thinking that yeah. if they just avoided day one well, we even saw it with think, like stuff like the the life is strange collection that just came out oh, like there totally. were all kinds of problems yeah. with it with it. it was barely mm-hmm. playable in the, the yeah. day that it launched like earlier this this, this month so like it's we, a we trend it's definitely a trend yeah yeah so but and yet still i can we can call out all these problems and and conflicts and like i still kind of want to play cyberpunk yeah 
I, but I, I don't know. I, I, I'm busy now, man. Like that's the, that was my point about why February. Like I'm busy. I don't yeah. know when or if I'm actually going to get to it, but we'll see. You're tapped out, Sean, as as the kids would say. And also, I'm just going to throw it I'm out catching there. Pokemon. Uh, I mentioned earlier that I played it for you know maybe you know 15, 20 minutes uh, before I, I put the game down, and uh, uh, I already saw a bug with the game where um, Jackie, who's one of your earlier party members at the beginning of the game, he's just decided to walk through a wall. He's, he thought, Hey, we need to get out of this room. And the best part, the best thing was he, he walked through this (laughs) filing cabinet and these papers just started flying everywhere. And then like he walked through this locker and then just kept walking through the wall. So Why like, go around it, man? Uh, yeah, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. So. I have a video on, of it on my Xbox because I just thought this it was so, too priceless. But my first like it. 15 minutes back in the kind of the redemption arc for Cyberpunk, yeah. <laughs> you got characters just walking through walls again. So I mean, I, I'm curious about all the ways that this open world even works. Like, does the traffic work? Like, we saw a bunch of stuff with that. And like, what happens when you pull out a gun and do people, how do people react? And like, it's just... Man, that game was in really, really rough shape. Just absolutely no business to be released. So, yeah, I don't know. Pretty conflicted. I feel like I should play Dying Light too. I feel like I should play Destiny. I feel like I should be looking forward to other things. But here we are. Here we are. Cyberpunk. Yep. And then last news story, Capcom has put up a mysterious timer on their website that is set to expire on Sunday, February 20th at 12 midnight Eastern Standard Time. Um... I I mean, think this could be one of two things. It could either be an announcement of Resident Evil 4 Remake or Street Fighter 6. Jeff Grubb over at GamesBeat says he thinks it's going to be Street Fighter 6. What does he know? Sean, let's get predictions in now because we talked about <laughs> okay. we want to do more predictions whenever That's stuff true. like this comes up. Uh, what are you predicting this countdown timer is for? Oh my gosh, man. Um, well... This, I, and I, I joke about Jeff Grubb, of course. He probably knows a little something, something. But to me, I, I'm staring at it right now. This looks like Resident Evil font. It, like the, it's a dark background and kind of like a glowy kind of light. Is this, this to me screams Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. And it would also, I think, follow the timeline that we've been expecting these remakes to kind of happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do you think? I, I think I'm going to lock in my answer. Is this Resident Evil? Do you want me to say specifically what Resident Evil no, kind of announcement what, we're getting? We, we make up the rules, Sean. There's no cops here. I, I, I mean, uh, you can give me points, though. Like, this is the other side. Oh, we do true. points on our predictions. Yeah. So if I say it's just Resident Evil, like, I don't know how that hits you. Yeah. I mean, I, I would give, if you were just to say <laughs> yeah. Resident Evil, Sean, yeah. I would give you a six for that. Yeah, it's like a it's like a coin flip, really. Yeah, because between Resident it's, it's Evil adventurous and enough Fighter. to say it's Resident Evil, but you're not you're not being specific about it. you're being kind of gray about that. Mm. Okay, so then what if I said Resident Evil Four remake? Then I'd probably give you a seven or an eight. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm gonna go for. That's well, my prediction. Because okay, I'll take it. So then I have to be contrarian to you, Sean. If we both say the same thing, then obviously it would be boring we for do? the prediction paradox so that's right i'm actually gonna side with my 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 my, my bro jeff grubb on this one <laughs> i'm gonna say street fighter six <laughs> okay okay oh tell me more then about this is this going to continue to be a playstation exclusive oh. is it like like the last street fighter game i mean who knows i mean it could be an exclusive it just depends on how much money sony is willing to throw at street fighter i guess because you have to remember like that game street fighter 5 wouldn't exist if sony just didn't actually give capcom money to make it essentially so i don't um, buy that for a second by the way that's I what think the that capcom is, people said Sean. i don't care i don't care i man i'm not eating that it's street fighter it's like one of their most important franchise and like i guess we need a loan from somebody to make sure this thing still exists nope you no. you find a way for street fighter Yo, street saying? fighter uh uh 
uh, finds a way. You're just saying life finds a way, Sean. So yeah, but but for Street Fighter, but we're Street Fighter. So yeah, I personally think that this Street Fighter game, you know what? I'm going to go on the record say it does come to Xbox. I think it will nice. be a multi-platform game. Again. Coming to Game Pass. Well, <laughs> I'm not bold enough to say that. In fact, I, I'm, I'm actually fairly certain if it, if it is Street Fighter, it won't be coming to Game Pass, John. So. I'm going to lock Coming in my exclusively answer. to arcades. <laughs> I'm going to lock in my, my answer. Street Fighter 6. Okay. It's coming to Xbox and it's coming this summer. Oh, snap. Okay. That's pretty specific. I'll, I'll match you. I think that's pretty. Uh, if you gave me a seven, I'll give you an eight because you added a couple extra layers of specificity on that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because so you, right, you get win. everything right in order for that's that right. to work. So. That's right. And okay. worst case scenario, we're both wrong, Sean. And it's, you know, Mega, ba- Mega <laughs> Man Battle Network collection or something like that Dude, to make Matt Sawinski happy. And then just make awesome. us sad. So there you go. Yeah. What if it's what? Yeah. What if it's like a Capcom, like uh, like Ubisoft Plus? Like what if they do like a Capcom, Capcom subscription Plus. service? Actually, what? Yeah. But what if it's secretly a countdown timer to uh, the, the news that Sony has bought Capcom, Sean? And that's kind of that the thought had run through my mind, but I don't know if that's that's Capcom story to tell. It's also weird that that would be like a countdown clock, too. Uh, but I Very saw strange. so many people on Twitter kind of like hypothesizing that it was like a countdown clock to, for to announce that Xbox had bought Capcom that I had to throw that in there because it's just it's, no, they would never no. do a countdown clock for something like that. Sorry, guys. That's real dumb. Pretty silly. Pretty silly. All right. Let's let some of our friends into the car with us, Sean. It is time for the carpool. Folks, if you would have to have your question read on the carpool, you can follow us on Twitter at Yumi Caprice. We put up a question post, usually the morning of, usually Wednesday morning uh, when we record. So leave us your question there. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, you can leave your question in the comments of this video and we'll answer it on the next show. Or... If you join us on the Discord, the Amiga Bree Discord, it's free to join. Links in the show notes. Leave a question there in the Xbox Drive section. Just make sure to tag Sean or I in there so we know that it's a question for the show. Just like Mike at BlazeKnight0923 did. And he asked the question, what do you guys think about the free play program that Xbox has on the weekends? I don't think I've ever heard you guys talk about this perk at all. Um, and he just wants to know our thoughts on it, if we've really used it. So Sean, have mm. you ever really played any of the free trial games that, that Xbox does like every weekend? Yeah, no, I don't think that I have, but it, it's a good point by Mike. Cause these probably, these games are probably more notable than the games with gold ones actually. So mm. it's, it's a weird mix. I think um, we find ourselves in a, in, in terms of like what we cover is for the most part things that like interest us personally but also happen to be news um but in some cases we do cover things i'd I'd say that neither of us really have an attachment to and this is one that kind of falls further to like i i kind of have most of the games that come up on the on these things and um or i'm busy playing something else and it actually takes a lot for uh to, to pull me away from something I'm already actively doing with kind of a surprise, like, Oh, here's your weekend game. Um, so personally, I'm not really in a situation that this really applies to, but I do look at this and go, I, I think back to like the old days where we would rent a game and you would have a game over the weekend. And this seems to kind of check that same box, but I haven't been looking for that box in yeah. a long time. Makes sense. And yeah, and I will say the reason we, we usually don't talk about these on the show, Mike, just for full transparency is a lot of times, like, like if we had the news before we recorded, I would actually probably put it in some of the shows if there was like oh, an interesting game to talk about it. But a lot of times what happens with these is that they'll get announced on Thursday or sometimes Friday morning. And that's like after we've recorded and obviously they announce them like the week of. So that's a good point. Since we don't have a lot of these ahead of time, 
there's no way we can really talk about it on the show a lot of times. There, there's the odd case where that happens, but for the most part, that's not the case. Um, and yeah, kind of, you actually th- hit the nail right on the head, Sean. A lot of times, the games that are on there are older games, games I already have, or maybe you've already mm-hmm. played, or or games that I just have no interest in. So I'm not going to download, yeah. like spend the time to download the free trial. But I will say, I did actually, oddly enough, for the first time in like two or three years, I actually took advantage of this service, Sean, because Valkyria Revolution was on one of the games this weekend over the weekend, um, which is like an action RPG oh. spinoff uh, game in the Valkyria uh, Chronicles series, which is a series I really like. But it's a game I never played because it got like really bad reviews when it came out. But it was on sale over the weekend for, I think, like $8 Canadian. So I was like, oh, okay, you gotta do that. it's $8. But let me. But since there's a free download for the game and you can play it all weekend, why don't at least mm-hmm. download it and try it and see if this is interested in something I'm interested in paying $8 for. So I downloaded I like it, it. Playing, played it for 10 minutes, kind of going back to what I talked about earlier of, you know, just not be being any into games. And I was like, nope, this is not for me. It's more, it's closer to something like a Muso. And I just don't like those kinds of games. So I ended up just well, deleting it and not picking it up for $8, Sean. I didn't do it. Well, shout out to, uh, on this note, shout out to Demo. I'm uh, sorry, to Chorus is a, has a demo. This is a game that I've been watching for a long time. The demo seemed to get some attention on Twitter. And I don't know if we've ever really covered, like, there's a new demo out. But Chorus on Xbox, it's available now. You guys can get that. It's $40 to buy. But I'm going to be checking out that demo, my friend. That's a good call. I think I saw that news, like, really late last night. And I totally forgot to just add it to the doc. So. No, that's okay. I was, I was just looking to see, like, what was the last set of free games. And then Chorus popped up here on major nelson so nice. shout out to that nice all right next up mike ak zero skill at zero skill on twitter asked the question he's got kind of a long question so here we go how would you feel if a demo was the training intro and a dream sequence that wouldn't affect the story that way when a game releases you can immediately jump into the story without having the cumbersome tutorial would this make you try a demo first before playing the full game Personally, I can't stand a tutorial, a tutorial section that arbitrarily tries to shoe or in the story in. You've got you've woken up from a coma and you can't remember the basic functions. Do you remember how to move your head? Why don't you try that now? <laughs> and I hate when it takes the controls away from you. So, Sean, would you be more inclined to try a demo if it was like a made up section, like almost like a dream sequence rather than it was like yeah. cut in, cut out from the game? There's a lot here. I think if you're going to separate it out from the game, I don't know if demo is the answer, like just a, an actual separate tutorial mm-hmm. is something to keep in mind. I think I always kind of giggle a little bit too. I think there's a very specific example that comes to mind with like Halo. It's like, oh, you just woken up from a long time out in space. Like, can you move your head? Or I actually like shout out to like Titanfall where it's like, oh, you're a new pilot. Like you're, you're, you got to pull this lever up at top so you can look up there to go grab it. I, I, I don't, I don't mind. It doesn't bother me nearly as much as, as Mike, I don't think in a, in a way where I would like try to get it the hell out of there mm-hmm. um but yeah I, tutorials are, and just the way gamers are taught to play games i think is fascinating i think it just speaks to overall game design if, obviously if it if it's done the way that it is now and it's still rubbing people the wrong way then you haven't quite nailed it you mm-hmm. know and of course a lot of people look to super mario in that first level it's like that that's everything you need to know it's the game itself you got to jump or you're gonna die and this is the question marks and this is how this works and all these things so um yeah i don't know i don't know exactly what the answer is i that like i said doesn't really bother me too much when it says look up and make sure that all works that mm. that's okay my biggest thing is like for, for games like anything jrpg or uh, adjacent to that it's like i'm getting screens of text <laughs> for the first 15 hours of the damn game and i'm like i can't i can't even remember when i get onto the next screen i can't remember what the previous page of text taught me so 
don't know what the right answer is. Probably not a demo. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, uh, like, I think that even if they did this with demos, they would they would still include the tutorial in the game because they mm-hmm. they can't just assume that everyone who's going to pick up the game who needs maybe a tutorial at the beginning is going to have played the demo first. Because if anything, I think probably downloads for, for game demos are probably much smaller than the actual number of people who actually buy the game. Um, yeah. In most in like 99.9% of cases. Right. So I don't think they'd ever intentionally remove the tutorial from the game itself, which, uh, but more than, than that, to your point, what I would love to see more, and this is something that I noticed when when booting up Cyberpunk yesterday, was that Cyberpunk's tutorial is completely optional, and they do this like VR right. world thing with the tutorial with that game if you if you decide to do it, but you can choose not to. And I, yeah. I would like to see more games do that, take that approach instead, where they just give you a choice of the do you want to do to the tutorial yes or no kind of thing, and then and then Agreed. if you don't know how to do things, it's it's on you, the player, at that point. Like yeah. at that point, give the player more agency. I think is what I would like to see. Um, and as far as game demos, I, what I personally prefer is actually what Square Enix is doing with their game demos yes. with Triangle Strategy, where I like the, it be, to be the beginning of the game and then mm-hmm. your save carries over to the full game kind of thing. Yep. Like that's the type of yep. demo that's like perfect for me, regardless of the game genre. Like that's that's what I personally like to see from game demos. So um, yep. I'd like to see more of that with with other games and genres. Yeah. And in Xbox land, like when you buy the game, then any of the trophies that you would have achieved in the, the first couple hours in the demo, they automatically unlock because you've already yeah. played that. Like to me, that is the gold standard. Anything else is kind of weird at this yeah. point. I don't want to replay anything, man. Yeah, that was what was so awesome about the, the Dragon Quest 11 demo, because that right. demo was the first 10, like 10 hours, hours of the game and your save carried over and all your achievements locked when you got when you booted up the game so it's like yep. it was awesome it was That's one of the it. best That's demos the on xbox so yep there you go next up dano on the discord asks us to you know throw us ourselves into a scenario he asks you've been spontaneous you've spontaneously won a random drawing for whichever gaming platforms uh that you'd like where they will upgrade your gamer rig and space to fit these new devices yet five minutes to create a wish list what price do you think you could wrap uh, rack up for your nerd cave sean if you were given Ooh. five minutes to cut co- to basically come up with a list of every single gaming device and and addition you want to your gaming uh cave uh how how, how big would the dollar amount be Oh, it'd be a massive. I, what I would actually need, Ryan, is something I was talking to Donnie about. I need some sort of like zero gravity chair. I don't want to feel my body against a, um, against a chair. I don't want my butt to get sore ever. I just want to kind of be floating there playing. Um, I, I would actually need my home theater back. My, my actual surround sound system would be, would be amazing. I also need it to be a little bit more easy to, when I fire up a system, um, that is just to the right input, which I think might just be an HDMI setting yeah. on my TV as I talk this like through. That. Yeah, uh, I think clothing is hugely important to this as well. I, I would need the most comfortable clothing. <laughs> I got a closet of my gaming clothing as well. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't even know if I'm answering this correct question correctly. Where are you at with it? I mean, yeah, it, it would be mostly we'd have to know off the top of my head of our heads, basically what we would want and have to jot down a giant list. So for me personally, it's just upgrading your space. Yeah. Or or adding yeah, new like, consoles and stuff like that. Whereas for me. I imagine that that's going to be like a, a, a one to two million dollar bill for the person who's doing this. Like I would be like, yes, I, here are all the game consoles I need, including all the rare and expensive ones, including all the Amiga 30, CD32 games, and which some of those games are like in the thousands of dollars um, or, you know, new chairs, uh, all that stuff that you talked about as well. New TV, all that good stuff. A, re- a retro tip yeah. 5X in particular would be a big addition. So, yeah. 
I mean, there you go, Dano. Those are answers. <laughs> Quite a lot of money. You'd be you'd be very, very hard-pressed to, to satisfy this. And then the last question comes to us from Court Lalonde asking, Crossfire X was thought to be this huge get for Game Pass. Does, this re- does the release of this game uh, bode with very bad reviews change how Xbox decides which games go into Game Pass? So, I mean, ultimately, I think this was a big get, but I think there's a reason why Microsoft stopped talking about it for a while or st- we stopped seeing it as part of, you know, Microsoft showcases sure and did. game pass reels and stuff like that. And I think it's just cause I, I, I had a feeling, I, I think they knew that the game was not going to turn out to be good. And, and I mean, you can't win them all with game pass stuff. You know, you make these deals ahead of time um, before you even know whether or not the game is going to come together. So you just, if you're Microsoft, you just kind of hope that they're going to turn out well and, and you hope they're going to be awesome. But Sean, what do you think about court's question? They do have a responsibility, I would say, to ensure that. I, I agree with you, everything that you just said. Like the, When they cast their net out this wide to try and get as many games as humanly possible into the service, then, yeah, you're going to end up with a couple duds, but you can only like really pass that off for so long because I think like gamers are very picky man they're very we're a finicky group and we will cast judgment very fast that that, you know we have a game like this I guess the game suck on game pass is kind of how narratives start and that really is terrible but that's just the reality unfortunately Um, yeah I, I just but I don't know what the right answer is other than to say that there are examples of like say Nintendo has a very draconian kind of approach to it, especially back in the day like this quality seal mm. where is that and how does that how do they ensure that that happens I, I think that as we get more and more games coming it starts to look more and more like the video game crash before the NES like there's yeah. just so many games and the gaming space is growing and blah 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 at what point if game pass is going to be representative of video games just in general especially if they're going after the 14 gazillion people on the planet then yeah, it definitely needs to be representative of the quality experiences. Like this mm-hmm. is, I think there's there's going to have to be a bit of a debrief on this. How do you make sure that this doesn't happen? Because mm-hmm. it's a blemish. Like this is the one game we just talked about how like there's not really a whole heck of a lot going on here uh, this month. I don't know that the, at least for us personally, maybe people are stoked about Madden, Total War and all those other things. But yeah. for us, it's like, mm, kind of the shooter was the one and it's it's important to have a good shooter experience on Xbox and Crossfire is not it. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that it's not even the quality of the game, Ryan. So that's the other thing you kind of talked about. You don't know how these games are going to turn out. Like the rollout of it was confusing as all get out. The mix of multiplayer and campaigns that were like were included with it, but then not, and then they are. Like I think that was just a mess. Yeah. So they need to they need to tighten that up big time. Yeah, for sure. And and I mean, this isn't the first time we've seen like this type of thing from a streaming service. I mean, Netflix, for example, has Netflix exclusives all the time that they try and push, and then they end up being, you know, sometimes really bad releases on the service. So yeah. I, I think this is just the type of thing that bounds is bound to happen. And going back to your point, I think it just changes how Microsoft, like which game they like changes that Microsoft's perception to be like, Hey, maybe we should be a little more careful of which games we push for game pass. Like, yeah. Oh, definitely. We get, Always. we get a lot of bad games that come to game pass all the time, John, like it's not a game, bad games on game pass aren't necessarily a new thing. It's just, yeah, it's not very often that a game that they push is, is the game that's bad. So, dude, I mean, this goes back a long time. It goes back to even cyberpunk, like which games Xbox chooses to align with. Traditionally, I would say it has not been as good as PlayStation. Mm-hmm. If PlayStation aligned with like things like Batman and, and Star Wars in the past and the or Destiny is probably a really good example of that. Yeah. And it seems to just those partnerships seem to work well in terms of building expectations and branding and like all that experience seems to work. And every time Xbox aligns with a big game over here, it's like, uh, that's not very good. Yeah. 
doesn't resonate. Yeah, they, yeah. they had two that's, winners that's with the, on the marketing front with, with the two Bandai Namco games with, with Scarlet Lexus and Tales of Arise. But yeah, you're right. More often than not, that's not the case. But and that's that's very that's still kind of niche. Like they need like a they need like a big deal. Cyberpunk should have been it. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. It should have been like Xbox Cyberpunk Game of the Year. Like man, what an opportunity. And yeah, just another flop unfortunately yeah this should have been like not one of the easiest related, slam dunks in the world when you make that market i would have expected after the witcher it. 3 like come on yeah anyways yeah we gotta go sean but before we go sean punks go you can find me on twitter and twitch at sean capri sean like connery capri like the pants and if you want to get your picture uh my illustration of ryan turford riding a moose who happens to look a whole lot like bullwinkle uh you go to patreon.com slash yumi capri very nice my friend as for me you can find me on twitter at ryan turford you can find us on twitter at yumi capris on youtube youtube.com slash yumi capri and on podcast services around the globe so for sean capri i'm ryan turford this has been episode 227 of the xbox drive and we out i feel like we threw a lot of hot takes out there i'm curious to know what other people think about it. you can go to youtube.com slash yumi capri and leave your comments below the Xbox Drive is fueled by patrons at patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. And from the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful to the more than 70 patrons who support us each and every month with a special thanks to our Capremium producers, Dallas Ford, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. You can join me and the rest of the Phoenix Overdrive team at extra-life.org and raise money for the kids. And Jonathan Brown, the man behind the music on this show and the Nintendo Drive. You can download his latest album, In My Element, on Spotify and Apple Music. Our platinum producers, Robbie Bobby Miller and Trucker Sloth. And all of our gold members, Argo, Brendan Myers, Dallas Robbins, Dano, Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, Joel Brooks, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, RJ Kern, Skinny Matt, Tony Baker, and Xavier Reyes. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash Capri and choose the tier that works for you.